ladies and gentlemen, my name is Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin and Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social, your New England-based podcast about everything New England, from things to do, people to see, places to go, and experiences we're having. Noise. I switched it up. I switched it up a little bit. We're gonna keep dude, it. We're gonna keep you it. You don't have to yell. <laughs> dude, I, I, I am so mic self-conscious right now like i'm just like i'm over here just fucking twisting my mic arm around and like unplugging shit I'm just, rich is essentially eating his microphone no yeah i'm like i'm like making out with my microphone right now so listeners depending on if you think the quality is better or worse I, you know i don't know we we switch tools we usually use a very manual process and we're we're actually utilizing a a podcast tool we've moved into um, the 21st century yeah, which I think is good. I think we need it. We need to make the process a little easier for Garb, a little easier for us, right? You know what I mean? Which I'll, you know, I'll, I'll call out the elephant in the room. It's been a while since we've posted an episode. Yep, and that I, is that is my fault. That is Garb's 100% fault. Hundred percent my fault. Yes, it's a little suspicious. I'll be honest. We had an episode which we're essentially re-recording right now about Tom Brady retiring. The which audio is got quote unquote lost yeah. on Ryan's end. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Ryan got roasted in this episode. Now I think I've gotten a lot of feedback from people and they feel like me and Nick team up on Ryan sometimes. Who oh sometimes? yeah. You think people, people, people feel like we team up on Ryan. Sometimes. <laughs> really? Yeah, Ryan wow. make, did Ryan make a fake Twitter account and message you? It was like, <laughs> hey, I love your guys show, but you're being to Ryan. Ryan Garvey, Ryan Garvey is Kevin Durant. <laughs> He's the Durant of the group. Bad burners. So here's the thing, though. You guys don't know. You guys know Ryan. You don't know Garby. All right. Two very different things. There's some of you who know Garby who listen to this podcast, and that's why you don't hag us for giving him a hard time. Because if go- if he were to go unchecked, he'd be a monster. A monster. And so we just got to... What? We just gotta rain him in. He's like a wild stallion, and sometimes you like, yeah, boy, I gotta break you. It's gonna hurt me more than it hurts you. Yeah, a hundred percent. Kevin Costner, Yellowstone. That's a good one. Good job. If you go unchecked, Garb, you have the potential to be the biggest dick out of the three of us for sure. So I'm not currently. So who's the biggest dick? Probably me. Yeah, probably Dick. I feel like Nick's been on one lately. (laughs) What? I don't know, dude. You know what I mean? You're just out here. Now everyone's against you. Yeah. Garby, let's see about rich. That's funny. Seriously though, we uh we've not been good with, with uh keeping up. We're making it we're we're we've getting back busy. to it. You guys know this if you listen every about once a year now, we have a come to Jesus moment and we're like, hey, we need to get back to it. So we're gonna probably post a bunch of episodes, probably forget a little bit, then post a bunch more, and then get back to this point again and have this conversation one more time because we love doing this. Um, I was just saying to these guys, I just don't, I don't see you guys as much when we don't do the podcast. When, I, when we do the podcast, I see you all the time. And so I just think that there's a correlation there. So we're yeah, making a they, they do kind of coincide a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that leads me to how the hell are you? How are you guys doing? Better than I deserve. Better than I deserve. Better Why than would I deserve. you deserve? Is that like a thing people say? Yeah. You never heard oh, that. Really? It's like a big main thing. That's, I was uh, just gonna say it's a it's gotta be a main thing. Yeah, that does I deserve. I not deserve. We're doing all right. I don't still, know why people are still, southern in Maine. Still breathing. <laughs> I know. They get a nice Maine. Louisiana southern draw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I have COVID. Yeah, I feel dude, great. How are you feeling? I feel great. I got boosted in February, so I almost I almost did a spit take just now. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went into school. We do pool testing. I was positive. So they're yep. in the middle of class. So what they do is they, they test the whole homeroom in one pool. If the whole pool is positive, they have to test everybody individually. So the nurses came up to my room as I was teaching. They're like, we just need to test you. Your pool came back positive. So my kids are like, oh, Mr. Garvey has COVID. I'm like, no, I don't have COVID. We don't know that. And I get a call like five minutes later from the nurse. Like, um, yes, you do. You are, you do have COVID. Um, but I don't see a reason for you to not have to finish out the day. <laughs> like what? What? <laughs> but you need a quarantine for five days. Um, oh obviously I was God. like, no, this they they're all like staring at me. <laughs> like the kids. I'm like, I gotta go. Like, that was know. an unrelated phone call. From yeah. The right. Office. So I just put a mask on. I was like, 
I'm going on vacation. I got COVID. They just all laughed and I left. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I'm glad to hear that you're feeling all right. I I yeah, I, I had some um I had some symptoms, but I, I honestly felt pretty good too. Yeah. Carol got a little got a little bit worse than me, but it wasn't yeah. too bad. Dude, I'm the last one standing. I, I I will say, and I stand by this. I think that, like in all sincerity, I think it will come out eventually that they'll find some people have natural immunity, and I think that I am naturally immune. I'm not even kidding, dude. By the rules of COVID, I should have gotten COVID. I think you've got, dude. I think you've gotten COVID probably multiple times. Well, so the only thing is, I've I've been tested fairly regularly since the start of COVID, just for like one reason or another. And it would have been very hard for me to have like caught it and not tested positive in like a very specific window. Go get the antibody test then. Let's put this to test. Let's let's put it to test. I think you got COVID, bro. I think you just I got just it. Think, I think you just I mean, got it. This guy wouldn't know it. This guy would not know it all. He, he gets pool tested. He would he wouldn't know it all. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't have known. He, at all. he would not know at all. And honestly, I wouldn't have. I would not have tested. I would not even have tested myself if it wasn't that we were going to New York and we were going to. But be you said around. you felt a little sick. I have, yeah, but I, I, have wouldn't, not I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have. Dude, you know me. I'm blowing my nose twenty four fucking seven. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm oh, coughing dude, all the time. We established the yelling. I'm sorry, dude. I'm yeah. I'm passionate about blowing my nose. I'm passionate my about my nose blowing. <laughs> Um, so I'm just saying I would not have, I would not have tested if, uh, if I, if I hadn't, right. if, I, saying, if I, I wasn't just, going to New York, I've had very close contact with positive uh, people. All we're saying is and... you bring this up on the podcast multiple times. You like to flex about your, your answer. You're not, not having COVID. I'm saying, I'm why don't you just prove it to the people and go get an antibody test. If you're so confident, I think you like living in the unknown. That's what I think. Because I think you you think what I think, which is that you've had COVID before. That antibody test is coming no, back positive. So. Go go take it. Go take I mean, it, dude. We're so, okay, fans. Time, fans, start a GoFundMe. Uh, fans, start a GoFundMe. I want let's let's raise enough money for Nick to go get a free antibody test. Let's prove yeah. it. If he's COVID <laughs> immune, if he's COVID immune, we should be using those genes to solve weird problems. If the fans pay for my antibody test, I will go get one. Yeah, go get an antibody test. Otherwise, until then, I think you've got. Otherwise, COVID. my free time from here on out is dedicated to golf. <laughs> Speaking of, we got out on the course for the first time. First round of twenty twenty two. Baby, who's this French guy named We? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you and Nick. Ryan, that was great. <laughs> wow, that was a dad joke if I've ever heard one. <laughs> this French guy named Wee. <laughs> the fans are losing it right now. Oh man, they're all cracking up. Yeah, I did not um, go golfing. So I'm sorry. Rich, Rich and I went out to uh, Peas in Portsmouth, New Hampshire yesterday. Had a. It was great to get out. Weather was honestly terrible. We started off the day. It was like, you know, mid-50s. Saw some sun peeking through. We're like, great. This is going to be a beautiful round. Awesome day. Granted, still the end of March in New England. So about like- Cel- Celebrating t- that. We're like, hey, feel blessed to be out here. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Hole three or four starts like raining at a decent clip. I'd call not, it a heavy drizzle. I'd not say a as heavy much drizzle. as when we were at Far Corner, Garby, but like still- no, dude, not <laughs> the monsoon we were in at Far Corner- it only lasted like half hours. <laughs> it's like we almost had to call Noah for his arc that day. But yesterday, like heavy, like, you know, heavy drizzle, like Rich said, goes on for maybe like a hole. And we're like, okay, this is really shitty. And it gets like really windy too. So it was like the temperature dipped back down, clears up again, starts actually getting a little sunny again. We're like, hey, we're, we're turning a corner. Here we go. Then Mother Nature's like, oh, you thought you were out of the woods? Starts to hail. Sorry, you're like you you, hail, hail. Yeah. And, and we're like you've got ice from the sky, me. an assault on us, and our like, our the audacity that we had to go play eighteen. Honestly, I feel like if we had just signed up for nine, weather would have been all right. I, I feel like Monday, it was when we were on the put- we were on like a putting or not putting green, but we were on the green for like one of the holes, and it just like started to hail, and we're like <laughs> trying to putt through this. We're like you've got to be. This is a joke. Like just keeping our heads up. Did you get um, uh, hit in the back with a golf size? Golf ball size hail, or is that just Nick? 
Ah, the last one landed. Massiveness. Hey, you know what? You win something. Something. Hit you in the back. Um, let's talk about let's talk about this. Um, my drives were litty on the front nine. Not so good on the back nine, but litty on the front nine. Mm. Just hitting greens, smacking it. It was great. I honestly could not hit a putt to save my life yesterday. It you was your short game was a little it was it was bad. It was bad. Not only that, I rimmed three cups in a row. Yeah, like, they call him rim job rich. Yeah, I was That's gonna say right. you like rimming cups. Yeah. You like blowing. <laughs> yeah, no. Garby's Garby's upset because you took that one from him, Nick. That's Garb's joke for sure. Yeah. When we're in this podcast setting, that's when Garb's not there, that definitely defers to you. But if Garb's in the room, that's you know what I mean? The rim job joke, you gotta you gotta leave that to Garb for sure. Let the okay. blowing go. Um, nice. it was, it was, it was a brutal, it was a brutal time in the green. Yeah. Weekend. I was, I wish I could blame the greens not being in good condition. The greens were nice, but honestly, the greens might've been better than like some of the August golf I did last year. Like the greens the other day or aerated greens, thousand percent. The greens yesterday, oh. I guess the other day, yesterday. That's cool. Yeah. I played pretty classic. Nick had, had a lot of great drives. Um, had a really, really good front nine, actually. Short game was working putts. pretty good. You hit some putts. But, my, dude, uh, literally, I, I, my fairway game is just garbage. It is so fucking bad. It's definitely it's an terrible. area of opportunity. It's, it's an terrible. area of opportunity. It's honestly so bad. It's, like, it's an area of opportunity. Just literally go up there every time, fucking pipe a nice drive, and then I take like three shots to get to the hole. Yeah, it's another op- it's um, an area of opportunity. I'm signing up for lessons tomorrow. Because I need nice. I need to up my golf game this summer. Yeah, me too. Me too. I need, I'm gonna get three lessons. Me too. Nice. Honestly, haven't swung a club in months. Yeah. And came Last out shot, shot a one oh three uh... garb. Shot a one oh three, but honestly by the last like the last four holes, that's pretty I good. was like ready to pay somebody to be off the golf course because it was just like we were so it was pretty miserable. It was it was with so honestly on a bright sunny day, I think that same round I'm I'm I've got a good shot of shooting under 100. First time wow. first time out, like I'm out here and so like I'm I'm with you. I need to take a lesson. I'm trying to elevate my golf game this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Rich Raymond, I'm coming for you. John King, I'm coming for you. That's wow. right. These, yeah, these cats that are a couple of steps better than me in golf, I'm coming for you. This Love year. that, dude. Let's have a year, boys. Yeah, Let's have trying a year. to have a year. I um, also need to sign up for some lessons. Didn't you get free? Le- I, I got a free game. lesson from, nice. well, not free, but like my a, a gift. parents-in-laws, Dan and <laughs> Tina, they got me a, uh, is that a word? My in- Is it just in-laws? I think it's just in-laws, big dog. Yeah, okay. Um, they got me a lesson up at Dutch Elm for Christmas. So Dutch I just Elm, need to great, like get up there and take advantage course. of that. But I mean, they just opened up this week too. So also Dan Latelier, like where, like where's my invite to Dutch Elm? Like, Oh, I, I asked Dan if he wanted to golf yesterday and he was like, Ooh, already got a tea time. Oh, I was like, Oh, oh I cannot believe that you married his daughter. Are you serious? He's Guess a tough, that man. He's a nothing, tough man to Dan. get a hold of. Gosh, good lord! Too cool. Got a new club. I got a four hybrid. Yeah, Callaway had had some good hits with it. Also had some terrible hits. So you know, we're just going to. Sounds like the rest of your clubs. Yeah, see how (laughs) you take out. I got a whole new iron set last year, and it's you know, it's not that different. I mean, I feel like it's kind of different. You had a huge year last year. You had a really good year in golf last year. Well, I didn't get the iron until the end of the year. I don't think I averaged that much better than the year before. I can know. I feel like you hit 80s more. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Will Smith smacked Chris Rock on stage for the Oscars. Yeah, Will Smith like, is in what? the midst of a, a mental breakdown. All right, really quick. You. Really quick, though, before you jump into that, do you think it was staged? Yes no, or no? 1000%. I think no. No, no I don't think I, it was. I think no, dude. After when he starts yelling about, you know, keep keep my wife's name out your mouth, like, and the second time it gets awkward. Yeah, there. everyone's I'm like, like you, uh, I don't care what stunt you think, you do not want that awkwardness at the Oscars. That was well, because I think that, like, honestly, the people, if you just listen to the reaction, I feel like the people 
kind of think it was staged after the slap initially because everyone's like cracking up and chris rock is like holy shit but then like after the second time yeah. will smith says keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth everyone's like oh oh shit is and this i found really it real? really and then, ironic because will smith like you never even curse in your rap albums and then you pull that on live tv I mean, Come that's on. a little, that's a little different. That's a little different. <laughs> you wouldn't, he's still, you, you he's won't curse me. You're, 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 ta- you're, a, a, you're talking about a planned piece of content that you're putting out there for people to like purchase versus like an altercation. You're like, literally, you're one of the most famous like actors that are currently alive. No, my point of my, I was coming at the point of like, the point of view is you're trying to be a good person by not cursing in your rap albums. Sure. As if that makes you a good person somehow. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think yeah, I would, I see I would argue less about trying to be a good person and more just about like, yeah, like appealing manners. to a more yeah. like, yeah. A, you know what I mean? Like, right. Less cursing. Sure. You're going to get more people to buy it. Yeah. Sure. Kid, you want, you want to be able to hit a kid crowd. I don't think yeah. you're trying to be a nice person but by not cursing. I think the thing that set me over the edge was if you listened to his then accepted speech, like a little bit later for winning best actor in a leading role. Yeah. He, uh, he sounds quite shaky and it's kind of like uh he, the the dude is he's kind of I mean I, I don't know I, I I got I understood his speech and, and I don't I, know I, man I feel like it was a I, little I get where he's I get where he's coming from with the speech I just think that he owed Chris Rock an apology personally I you know I he's not the first he's not the first actor or actress to get a little you know, you know, a little high and mighty, you know what I mean? On a speech and a little bit of soapboxy on a speech. Like I, I, I understand. I understood the Denzel, the, the Denzel quote and stuff like that. And I get it. I think he was trying to talk about something without saying it. And that was really confusing. Um, I think he was trying to relate the whole situation back to his character that he just won the Oscar for like some sort of irony and i'm like it's not even close to the well, same that's thing. what i'm like you're saying that you're you're protecting yeah. the act the actresses on the set and you're trying to equate that to protecting his wife like in real life i'm like i don't yeah i, I mean know, i think man, the protecting like the protecting metaphor i think he lost himself a little bit there i i think his whole point was there here's a here, here's a guy that i was playing right that like dedicated his life to making his making sure his kids were successful and making sure his kids became the best versions of themselves so they could lead really, really great lives. Right. And, and he's a protector and he cares about his family. That's what I was doing just now. Right. But like, he was trying to do that without saying that. And with you, I think he was intoxicated personally. I think when he I, when when he slapped Chris Rock and then probably during the speech, and so I think that I'm just saying I'm not saying it was a great speech. I'm just saying I understood his point. I think he was trying to relate it to the situation without saying it, and I think he was trying to draw inferences between his character as Richard Williams and him as Will yeah. Smith, and that's not at all what it was. Somebody made a joke about your wife in a public setting, and instead of taking that shit offline or responding to it in like what is considered an appropriate way you essentially committed assault on national television that's the other thing dude it honestly i will say i'm a little pissed off because i feel like that just showed like the above the lawness right of hollywood we're like bro like that was like not gonna lie he should have been escorted out he should have been removed from Yes, Oscars. 100% agree. I mean, like, I don't think any I don't think any actor of, of his prowess is getting a roof from the Oscars. That but situation. that's what I'm saying. Like it's just like like if that's a normal situation, you're getting arrested and you're taken downtown even if the other guys like I don't want to press charges. The cops will be like, "Well, we saw it." So, he's getting booked in. Yeah, yeah, we'll no, figure I mean, it out down there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if we want yeah. I mean, we could do an entire podcast about the differences between the rich and the famous and the average person, but um anyways, Crazy. that was wild. So, yeah. Just figured we had to talk about that a little bit. Any other no, closing sure. comments? What are you boys drinking? I just finished Stoneface IPA. Wow. On tap here at the Kennedy nice. residence. That's a, that's a big, uh, you know, I would say nine times out of ten. You got a little finest kind going there. 
Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, like 9.9 times out of 10. Stoneface, great beer. Great beer, great beer. They've really been crushing the keg game these days. I honestly, I will say I got a keg from them a couple of weeks. Uh, I guess it was, I guess it was like three, four weeks now ago. And they, um, I called in and they were like, I was like, hey, do you have any kegs? And they're like, no. She's like, oh, actually, hold on one second. And she's like, actually, yeah, I do. I, yeah, I do. I got some kegs. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Got it. Cracked it. Literally multiple people were like, this is like the best beer I've had ever. And I'm like, I think it was like freshly brewed keg. What was that? Which one? The stone face. Oh, nice. So um, that's not the, that's not what I was just drinking, but I mean, it is stone face, but it's not quite as good as that, but they've just been crushing the keg game. So mm. got another one. Nice. Nicholas, what, what about you, you boys? I am drinking a Sluice Juice IPA. It's from Bentwater Brewing, which is a brewery based out of Lynn, Massachusetts. And uh, honestly, it's a great beer. It's your classic kind of hazy, fruity IPA. Very tasty. Dope. I'm drinking a Sea Dog Sunfish. Oh, dude. Sunfish is like a top five beer for me. It might be my favorite summer beer, but like overall, I really? Sunfish is a great beer. It is a good beer. It's a nice light beer. Yeah. It's an ale with natural sunfish peach and grapefruit flavors. Yeah. Do you know who loves Sunfish? Doesn't Ray Goslin love Sunfish? Well, Ray and my brother, Hunter. They're big Sunfish people, right? Literally, Dan makes fun. He calls Hunter the Sunfish Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I might switch to that. I love that. The Sunfish Kid. Yeah, dude. It's good. It's good. Oh, it's a good beer. Man. It's a very good beer. That's funny. Um, all right, cool. Did I get through all the... Yeah, got through all the items. All right, cool. Heading on to our topic today. So we did already. So again, although we have been slacking a little bit, we haven't been slacking as much as you thought. Um, I see what you're highlighting, Garby. I'm going to save that for the outro. Um, the I, I have uh, we we haven't been slacking as much as you thought. We did record an episode a few weeks ago. The files got lost. We've already covered that and whatnot. But it was about Tom Brady retiring. Since then, Tom Brady has. I'm not saying come out of retirement. He's not come out of retirement. He's just decided not to retire. Right. He was going to retire. He decided now not to retire. So he's never retired. This is how I want to do this. I want to structure this. All right. We had a nice long, a nice long intro. All right. So I want to be, I want to be tight here. Let's first forget that Tom Brady decided not to retire. We had an episode where we talked about Tom Brady retiring. Let's try to summarize that episode here. Tom Brady retired. How did it make you feel? Nick, we'll start with you as the Patriots fan. All right. So just I'll try and be very concise here. Um, I feel like the majority of Patriots fans were very upset because in his retirement, when he posted on Instagram, he had a very lengthy post thanking multiple people in the Tampa Bay organization as a whole, and he never mentioned New England. Myself, I realized that I was in the minority. That did not really upset me in the least. He gave us thanks when he left here. He retired with the Bucks. I think that they ponied up as the organization and paid him what he was worth, which gives them kind of the right to his retirement or ha- like when it had previously happened. Um, and I just really don't think that Tom Brady owed anything to New England. Do I think it was a little bit petty? Yes. But I also just think that he thanked us profusely when he left. He gave us two decades worth of winning. And I think that if we had wanted, you know, again, like it's tough to separate the fans in the organization, even though they're kind of, you know, very similar kind of cross paths a little bit. But uh, yeah, I just think that that was more of like a finger to Bill and Kraft being like, hey, you guys should have kept me because... And Patriots fans, I completely disagree. I think you should be fucking pissed. I said this the first time around, and I double down right now. I think that that's bullshit. Tom Brady did not shout out the fans. The fans had been calling for Tom Brady to get paid all along, including yourself, Nick. They knew all along. And you know what? I hate Tom Brady. I've already admitted on this podcast on multiple episodes, you got to call the guy the be- the greatest of all time because he went somewhere else and won a Super Bowl before Bill did it, right? And so you yep. as fans are validated in your 
obsession of this man one year after he leaves and then he gets up here and he has the audacity to not thank you that's fucked you all bought buccaneers jerseys like let's be real you all bought every single one of you bought them nick's got the bucks too it's crazy right on my ass um (laughs) Well, let's remember Nick's more of a Brady fan than a Bucks fan. So it's e- or more than a Brady fan than a Patriots fan. So it's easy for Nick to say, oh, I'm not mad at you, Tom, because he loves Tom so much. Right. He doesn't love his Patriots. Again, much, did I think it was petty? Yes. But do I think that like so my thought process is he's like, if I thank the fans, then I'm obligated to thank Kraft and Bill. And if I don't, then that's like a direct slight to them. So he thanked us I, you profusely. Could, I when think he you left. just say, "I want to say thank you to Patriots Nation. We had we had so many good years." He could have even said thank you to all of my fans. Sure, like, but didn't you know what I mean? Yeah. He left you Again. all out. He Again. left you all out Is on purpose. Yes. Am I upset about it? No. All I'm saying is Tom Brady spit in your face, Nick, and you just said thank you. I opened much. my mouth. <laughs> Got it. Love you, Tommy. Nick, my mom listens to this podcast. Come on now. That's <laughs> too much. Um, okay. Uh, big Tom Brady moments that we had kind of remembered and had kind of talked about. Um, Nick, do you remember what your favorite was? Yeah, I think the best game I have ever seen Tom Brady play, and obviously watched a lot of them, was uh, the Super Bowl against Seattle. Um, he kind of was a little down in the first half, but I think in the second half, and given the caliber of defense that he was playing against, so that's like the Legion of Boom. You got Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, Brandon Browner on the other side. Um, I think that that was the best I have ever seen him play before. He was literally like, I mean, he the dude was surgical. So that I think that that was just the the comeback from that game being down. I believe it was ten points in the fourth quarter, and no one had ever overcome a fourth quarter deficit that large before was, in the Super Bowl. I yeah, I sure. He was a, he was a, so my my was I a, had watched the um, in preparation of the episode that got deleted. I had watched a Falcon Super Bowl game, and so just watching that, I was like, you know. Tom Brady, he's not a super athletic quarterback. He doesn't do no. like no. He doesn't do like these crazy Patrick Mahomes kind of things. But my point from the last episode was he didn't really do anything amazing in that game. He just didn't make mistakes and he made the passes to the open receiver and made the right decisions. And that is what Tom Brady is. And he's still the greatest, even though he's not putting on like a dog and pony show all the time. And that got spun around into me saying, I am in love with Tom Brady no, because you have to listen. I give you props for bringing it up because it had to be addressed. So yeah. I'm in this place where I have Nick, the com- Tom Brady cocksucker. And I have Richard, who is a Tom Brady hater who admitted that he's the goat, but he hates to just, he, he has to say everything he can to, to try to like bring that back. I just think he's right? overrated. Still. So That's I'm in all. the middle here. I so I was interpreted player of all time overrated. in the last he's episode. The greatest football player of all time. He's the greatest quarterback. of all Okay. Time. I was interpreted last episode as being a huge Tom Brady fan where I was acknowledging his, 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 how good he was. He's the goat. And I don't try to like pretend that he's not, you know what I mean? Like I know he's the goat. And so I acknowledge that. So then all of a sudden these two are saying that I'm in love with Tom Brady. That's not what I was arguing against. I just want to make sure you. I yeah. want to make sure you know what happened. That's, That's not, what, not happened. what you said. What What happened was you had the whole speech that you just did a really great job of recanting. I was hagging on Tom Brady. And you came to his defense. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he's it, but you make it sound like you put that out there and then we both just jumped on you. So it happened. I'm I came out here my, talking my... about why I think that I think that people give Tom Brady a ton of credit for the Falcons win. He's like, the crawlback of all time. I'm like, y'all forget you were in that position because of Tom Brady. You shouldn't have been down 20 plus points. You shouldn't have been down that much. It shouldn't happen. The, the, the uh, Seahawks game, again, the guy had to come back from 10 down, right? You know what I mean? Now that one, I'll give him a little more credit because best secondary of all time, but I'm just saying yeah. people, people love highlighting the guys, the guys like accomplishments. 
they 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 very often forget to highlight the shortcomings. Sure. And they very often forget to highlight the support system that he has had. But, but you're still so saying he's exactly. the number one quarterback, though. You're saying that. So the yeah, because difference- I just think from on, on paper, no one else has accomplished as much as he has. And I will say the biggest crutch I think he had, the biggest crutch I think he had was Bill Belichick. But now you've got a guy at the quarterback position. No one else has had nearly as much experience as he has late season. No one has, has had as much playoff experience as he has had, as much Super Bowl experience as he's had. He's all he's always going to have a leg up on people in those areas. And that's huge in an any given Sunday sport, a sport where one game to win it all, all the time. Right. And that's that's fine. That's great. And yeah, so he's the greatest. But hey, you I can't love how you're me. literally like detracting from his legacy because of the amount of Super Bowl experience he's had and not giving him any credit for, you know, getting to said Super Bowls. Absolutely, Nick. Super Nick, Bowls. what have I what have I ever told you that Tom Brady wasn't a top three quarterback of all time? What have I ever said that? See, just like that statement right there. The problem is, you Brady fans, it just eats at you if somebody doesn't fucking no, kiss his ass. Say, so, That's no, the problem. Because like, you can say I'm wrong for that, but then I'm going to come at you and say you're like, Tom Brady's the reason you put him there. But then you're talking about his support system, and I cannot say in both of those situations that Tom Brady was the sole reason we were down in those two games that we just previously referenced. It's a, it was the team as a whole, dude. Uh, the Falcons game, the, Fal- the Falcons game is a big part of it. A big oh, part of so it. the fact that his defense couldn't stop a nosebleed, that means nothing. I'm not saying nothing, but they were going oh, up against oh, the best oh. offense of the year. And absolutely, 100%, dude. Hey, hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. I'm always the guy that just made the case to you. I've always, I've always made the case to you that Super Bowls cannot be what you rate the best quarterback on. I've always said that to you. You're the one that always wants to bring that up. You're the one. Now, here's the thing. Tom Brady has exceeded the individual stats, or he will. Right, the one, any of the ones that he doesn't have, he's good. He's about to. He's done all the big ones already. Yep. Right, I'm not saying Super Bowls don't count for nothing. Right, I'm not saying that either. And then also, I would just say it is insanely impressive that a man of his this his age is playing at this caliber. Still, there's others who have done it, and I think that there are others who will do it just as long, if not longer. I think he's the start of a trend. But I, dude, okay. what? This is medicine, man. This is science. You're a fucking. I also think it's like it's. I mean, obviously, some luck is involved. You can't really have like you have LeBron James doing a very similar thing in another sport, my man. Dude, I know, but we're we're literally talking about the two. Like LeBron James is a a top two all time NBA player, and you're talking about Tom Brady, who's the best quarterback of all time. Like you're referencing these like incredible elite of the elite in the pantheon of their specific sport. You're like, diminishing yes. the fact that they are both existing at the same time. And this, and the thing that people are so excited about is how long they've been able to been successful when yeah. the average career for almost every position I would bet has extended Nick. Like I don't, no, it's not, I would it's agree, not just quarterback. Just it's like, all of these. You're, you're seeing the Tommy. average career extend right now. Yeah. No, like, do I think that there's going to be more quarterbacks that play until they're 40? Sure. Tom Brady's playing at 45 at an MVP caliber level. I don't know if there will, like... There okay, Aaron Rodgers is no spring chicken, dude. He just went back-to-back. Back. Isn't he 38, 39? Again, again, no spring chicken, Nick. You're talking six, seven more years. I, and and, and Tom Brady's not playing at an MVP caliber because Aaron Rodgers got it both years, so... Okay, dude. I mean, there are plenty of people that think that Brady should have won the MVP this past and season. There are plenty of people 5, who are wrong. Yards. There are okay. plenty of people who are wrong. Hey, at least hey, Tom man. Brady doesn't fucking choke in the, the first round that he plays in. Yeah, he just doesn't win MVPs, so that's cool. You know? So, Rich, you do think he's the GOAT? I think he's the best quarterback to play the game. All right. The best quarterback to play the game. And I've said that. I've said that. I just, you guys, you guys want a complete concession. You two Brady fans want a complete concession. There's nothing else you need to say. That's it. That's, you can say, of course, it. he's not perfect. And that's it. He's, he's not perfect. He's overrated. He's overrated. He, How, he is the great, he is the greatest quarterback to play the game. He is still overrated. Still that, overrated. that doesn't make sense, but he is, we'll he, go. Is in, he is inches, he <laughs> okay, is inches above the competition. You, 
he is inches above the competition in my That's mind. It. And honestly, That's I think it. I think Aaron Rodgers can still beat him out. I think Aaron Rodgers can still beat him out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Let that hey fans out there who are pissed about that. Let that soak in. These two can fight me. You can't. Let's go. Let's Dude, go. That's that literally is almost discrediting to your NFL opinion. That's no, embarrassing. Not at all. Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers who has just as many MVPs. Yeah, it's super discrediting. In one yeah, that, Super Bowl that ring. Guy's not, that guy's not good at fucking football. Super. That's not what I said. Again, you know you're putting I mean? words in my mouth. Uh-oh. If that's you think that Aaron Rodgers can surpass Tom Brady in terms of greatness, I'm sorry. There's in like- your, Nick, in your mind, nobody can. In your mind, a, a child who isn't born yet, who's going to win 10 Super Bowls and beat every record, can't surpass Tom Brady. Oh, no. Right? If that happens, your, then I will see mind, it. And it can't. In your mind, it can't. Yes, it can. I just you want to see mean? someone do better than him. In your mind, Tom Brady could have a son that could double his records and his, his, his scores and his Super Bowls, and he still wouldn't be better. Dude, you sound fucking stupid. I'm sorry. That's I, this, stupid. Hey, this is you, man. This is you. This God, is you. If, someone if, if somebody Tom doesn't, if, some, if people don't come in here and just bow at Tom Brady's feet, you're no, not happy. You're That's not. What you're, it is. you're making up an argument that I've never made before. When someone surpasses Tom Brady, I'll recognize them as the go. I even said I thought Pat Mahomes was on like a trajectory, but. Looks like that's kind of falling off. But like someone has to beat him. I'm sorry. I cannot call Aaron Rodgers better. Like he what, might be what, the most what is physically be, what gifted is be, quarterback. What is beating ever. him now? What is beating him now? I want to see some combination of individual statistics and Super Bowl wins. I think to even get in the conversation, you gotta win five Super Bowls to be in Tom Brady's that's conversation. Ri- that's ridiculous, dude. Why? Five, like anything more than three Super Bowls is an anomaly. That is not a Tom dude, Brady. The guy thing, won dude. seven. That is not a Tom Brady thing, man. It's just it, it's a Patriots thing. It's a Patriots thing. I mean, left left the first year, immediately went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, with the best it. fucking offensive team and the best defense. Absolutely. You think the, the guy Buc- who's been to okay. six other Super Bowl, who's won six other Super Bowls, should do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The Bucks weren't the best in the beginning of the year. They weren't the best until the playoffs. The end of the season with the best, the best defense, the best defense, and the best offensive weapons. And yeah. that's an opinion, but it's not it's not a bad one. It's not a hot take. No. By any means. Right. And so, yeah, absolutely. The guy who has been to who's won six Super Bowls, you give him the best defense and the and the and the best offensive weapons. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not super surprised. Did I think he was going to do it? No, I didn't. And so that's where that? my that's where my concession has come in. Do you think that right? team would have been better with that's Aaron Rodgers? That's where my concession has come in where I'm like, eh. If you he put was, Aaron Rodgers on that he team, he was a they bigger part win. of that. He was a bigger part of that of those Super Bowl wins, that of those Super Bowl wins than I, I used to give him credit for. I used to say you could swap Aaron Rodgers in with Tom Brady in into the Patriots and see the exact same success. I don't necessarily think that's the case now. I still think that's the case with Peyton Manning, but I don't think that that's the case with Aaron Rodgers. And 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 when I say Aaron Rodgers has a chance to beat Tom Brady, to your point, he's thirty. He's thirty eight. You love if guys Aaron, who choke in the playoffs. That's your thing. Yeah. Dude. Who's, who's, who's the other one? Peyton Manning. Manning. Peyton Manning has two Super Bowls. Yeah, but bro, he's, he's he literally has. I think he's the is, most first who is, round exit. Who else is history. as successful as Peyton Manning has choked less? Wait, what? Who else is as successful as Peyton Manning and has choked Super Bowl less? wise? It at quarterback. As successful, but has as choked Peyton Manning and has less. choked less. Yes, but outside um, of Tom Brady, as successful and has choked less. No one's the answer. Just so you know. Mm. No. Well, I mean, I there's people that are answer. better than has choked less. There's a lot of people that are better than. Not a lot, but there's maybe two. There's Tom Brady and Joe Montana. Again, we're t- we're talking about the like Peyton See, Manning is probably consensus. Top four yeah. quarterback of all time. Right. Like we're talking, about, like, the I, but best you're over here being like, you love the guys who choke in the playoffs, dude. Peyton Manning hasn't choked any more than anybody else in the playoffs. He has, yeah, because he he's made the Most playoffs so much. Who, who, oh my gosh, who every Peyton, everybody who hasn't made the the Super Bowl can be considered choking in the playoffs. Peyton Manning is a known choker in the playoffs. Yeah, dude, he, he's won like two Super Bowls. He's but been to a third choke in the playoffs. That's like what he's known I think for. Peyton Manning, I think Peyton Manning. You guys put as much. You put Peyton Manning because he is as good as he is. People put more pressure on him and expect more of him. No, he's he just chokes a lot in the playoffs. Less successful than Tom Brady. Less successful than Joe Montana. But the guys brought it to the finish line multiple times and has been to the he Super great, Bowl. One of the greatest quarterbacks time. choked in the playoffs. One, one would argue that Peyton should have had. He he led the. I mean, granted, again, you know. 
the more times you go to the playoffs, you're going to have more of the statistic, but that's kind of like my whole thing with Brady where like he has more Super Bowl appearances because he's been there a lot, but like Peyton Manning leads the NFL in history and one and dones like getting into the playoffs and losing the first game. Yeah. Cause I think he also had some of the least amount of help in his entire career, especially on the defensive side. Okay. But dude, like especially even, on the defensive side, saying, dude. yeah, maybe like to close the deal, but you should be winning he's the okay. first game and, after a but, bye. Or if you you're that look, talented, or, or you could look at it as he's taken a ragtag team to the playoffs a bunch of times. He shouldn't have a rat. Yeah. All those Colts ragtag bunch of guys just, you know, the, uh, dude, my, my whole giants, point. My whole point is dragging uh, My whole point is you guys are talking about the guy who holds second in most quarterback stats, also has two Super Bowls, and went to another one as a choke artist. That's kind of a joke. Sorry. No, Sorry. I just said that you like kind of quarterbacks that choke in the playoffs a lot. That's what I said. Right, but I don't think he can be he can be called that. Aaron Rodgers, he fine. is a lot. Peyton a lot Manning, I don't. Dude, think he I'm can sorry. Be like Garby said, like Peyton, like Peyton is pretty widely known as a guy that chokes in the playoffs a couple times he has not choked and he's gotten it done and his talent i just don't through. think that that's peyton manning's brand outside of new england dude and i also think it's a little silly to call a two-time super bowl winner three-time attendee who holds second place in almost every quarterback stat a choke artist i and i know that makes me a psychopath but like that's the only that's my only part here <laughs> you're so dramatic add up. you know what i mean you're so dramatic you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we have a good time. Come on, we have a good time, dude. He's, oh, don't Peyton get Manning. all salty, dude. Don't get I'm all not, salty. No, I'm just looking at Peyton Manning's playoff stats, and he's terrible. Yeah, Peyton Manning's so bad. Yeah, he's in the so playoff, playoff stats. He's the one that's saying things that are depleting from my take. But Peyton Manning is a bad. Look at his playoffs here. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to send Peyton this. Manning sucks. Yeah, that guy's so bad. <laughs> that guy, that guy is so bad. Peyton Manning sucks. Yeah, See, dude, he's so and this bad. Is, Walter Payton. This is that guy. That guy wasn't good. No, no you're way. just you're twisting my argument again. Emmett Smith. That guy sucks. You're twisting it, dude. You that, see, that and you're trying gross. to just be like over the top, like Adrian Peterson. About so it. bad. So bad. What about You're Tom Brady, old. Rich? Yeah, How Tom Brady. So, oh, oh, Tom Brady's the best ever, guys. Tom Brady's the best ever. I won't say anything bad about Tom Brady ever again. I promise, guys. Tom Brady's so good. <laughs> You're just trying to go over the top so much. Look no. at the thing I just sent. No, I'm not trying to go over the top. I'm just trying to give you what you want, big guy. You know. All right. Next topic. Next topic before Nick blows a gasket. Dude, you're the one. Let's go back and check the decibel level on all those. Jeez. Yeah, my decibel level is always higher than yours, big guy. I'm just a loud guy. I'm just okay. a loud guy. You're the old, right, you're dude. over here pouting. You know what I mean? Oh. Guy, I got a smile on. I'm not pouting. Yeah, he's. All right, Tom decides to come out of retirement, um, or to not retire rather. Thoughts, concerns. Do you guys think this has anything to do with it, like getting leaked early? No, I think he was trying to bluff his way into getting traded. And I think that Tampa kind of called Why does bluff. he want to get traded? Why? Because I think that he wanted to go to another team. Why? Because I think he saw, like, I mean, I granted like they resigned him. Chris Godwin injured his ACL. You know, a lot of free agents. Tampa's time was kind of, they were pushing their cap situation. And so, like, this is the last year they're, like, barely hanging on. Like next year, it's gonna come due. We're like they're not gonna really be able to sign anybody. They couldn't bring back all the free agents that they lost this past off season. And so he was kind of. Do you like, not have a Do you not have a one year contract? So what he did, and this is, so kind of what he did is he pulled like a New England move, and he was like he signed a two year deal, but before last season, he was like I'm gonna restructure, like turn my deal into like a signing bonus and sign like a dummy year. And then that way, like, they'll be able to use the cap a little bit more to their advantage. And so this year, his salary is only like $10 million, which tells me that, like, he was not really intending to play this year for that much money. Um, so I think that he was kind of calling their bluff. And I think he saw a situation like San Francisco, and he was like, I could go play in my hometown. And, like, that's a team. Like, I go on that team. Like you're penciling us in as the Super Bowl faves, and I think he was like, "Well, if you're not going to trade me, I'm going to retire." Like you kind of, I think he just thought that they owed it to him. And Tampa Bay was like, uh, "You shouldn't have signed the deal, then, bro." Hmm. 
That's weird. I guess I never really thought that he wanted to get. I guess I don't. I guess I just don't think he wanted to get traded. That just doesn't. But I, I guess I see what you're saying. With the not contract. to like anybody. Like I think he. Like you know what I mean. I'm not saying he's like. Oh, send me to Cleveland. Like I think that he saw like a very specific scenario. Yeah, I guess I just like maybe this is naive of me, but I guess if you're Tom Brady, don't you just like and you're willing to retire? But maybe the whole point is he wasn't. Like, don't you just like go to Tampa Bay and you're like, oh hey, like I don't want to play here this year. You guys could trade me and get a boat for me for like from some other like what other team that would trade that 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 would sign Tom Brady wouldn't trade a boat for him. You know what I mean? Right. Well, so that's where I think the argument lies because it's like do you mortgage your entire future to like, I think that Tampa Bay is probably like, even for a first round pick, we're not trading you. And so it's like, as another team, do you trade two first round picks for Tom Brady? Knowing that he maybe has like a year left, maybe one more after that. But like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, do you, okay, yeah. So your point I feel like you're kind of no. like the, the scale. It's like the scales kind of tipping one way or the other. It's like, how much do you really give up for a guy who's 45? Granted, he's still playing elite, but like the dude's 45. He does not have long. Well, not MVP caliber, but he's yeah. elite. Yeah. Some would, some would say. I mean, some, some would, would say would. he threw for 5,000 yards. So, some would say. Aaron Rodgers didn't do that. Some would say. He just won the MVP, you know? He didn't throw for 5,000. <laughs> Uh, okay. When did Baruti get here? <laughs> hey, Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. So here's my take on it. I was, when I was young, I was immature. <laughs> I was a boy. I hated Tom Brady on a personal level. It was personal. I really hated him until about the Falcon Super Bowl-ish, 24, 25. I matured. I said, there's no reason to hate him as a human being. He's just a good player, right? So then I've respected him. Like, he's just a great player. He pisses me off because he's so good. Sure. All sure. right, all right. So he's retiring. Yes, amazing. I love that he's retiring. He unretires or whatever he you want to call it. And I'm right back to the I personally hate you. I'm back to that in my younger days. I, I do not like you as a person. You have turned the persona of being a stand-up, mature not dramatic person who only cares about the game to this past year with his drama stuff, like not saying thank you to new England fans. And then this whole shit, I'm like, you're just, you've turned into like this little drama queen kind of guy. Oh, he's a big time. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, he's he's obsessed with the game. He's obsessed with the game. Yeah, but he's, yeah, but he's turned into a drama queen. Yeah. And he wasn't like that. I, I don't think. He I don't was. think he's. I don't think he's turning into drama queen. I think it's just this is insanely dramatic for him because he's obsessed with football. Like, yeah, I don't okay. think the guy. I don't, know. I don't think the guy necessarily. Yeah, but knows he what his, he retired knowing that he wasn't really retired outside of football. The you fact that I mean? he like, retired and he knew he didn't want to retire, he did it for the drama, or I, he did it from whatever he wanted to get traded, whatever reason. I just don't said, think he but. knows what he's gonna do. I, I just think he's like, <sighs> what is Tom Brady? So retire, football? dude. Retire. Shut the fuck up. Sit down. You this did your shit. About, Don't this do a Brett Favre. This is all he cares about. It's, he it's, should it's... care about his family. I I'm being. I'm not <laughs> like, saying Tom Brady doesn't care about his family. I don't yeah. think. I, I think that it's if you're somebody of Tom Brady. I'm Brady's, not saying that either. But you know, gotcha. I'm like, saying time to sit down. This is outside of his family. I, this is all he cares about. All he cares about. I also just think that, like, I mean, to to both his like benefit and detriment. I think that anyone that is at that level of success in their given field, I think that they are like just wired differently. Oh, and it's yeah. kind of like a bad thing. It's an like, he, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, I don't think that like he's a guy that's just going to like ride off into the sunset content with stuff. No. Like, so I, I mean, I just kind of think that that's him. I think not that he doesn't care about his family, but I think that like because he is such like a driven, crazed individual, he's just like ah, like especially the way they lost. Even if they won, dude, because like the, the like the smart person would have retired after he won the Super Bowl with Tampa. He would have been like, like you know what I mean? Like got one over BB. I think this kind of proved my legacy. Boom! But he was like ah. Oh, I won, like, I could run it back. And so, like, even if he won again, he'd be like, oh, like, two? Imagine if I did three in a row. And, like, it's, like, he's just, that's how he's wired. 
I just think, and I'm and I'm honestly not even doing this to start another fight. I I just I just bear with me here, okay? And like whether you agree with me or not, I just he is a big team guy, but I I truly think he just he believes that he just wills these wins to happen, right? You know what I mean? And I don't think he kind of looks at the defense that they had, the players that they had, right. And the, and the stuff around them, it was a really great situation. Now it, that's not to take away from their Super Bowl. He still needs to play that quarterback role. One of, if not the most important role, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And then the team still needs to get there and go do it. So congratulations and great. And again, that's why I conceded my point. He is the greatest quarterback of all time, but I, I think that you're right. I think he comes back last next year being like, yeah, I can will this to happen again. I did it in New England. I'm doing it here, right? But I just think it's going to get harder and harder and harder, which leads me to my next bullet point, which is predictions. I think he comes back, and I don't think that they do as well as they did even last year, personally. I think that's not – what did they make? They make second round of playoffs? Yeah, they lost to the Rams in the because right. the Rams beat the Niners in the conference yeah. finals and, and lost to lost to the, the Super, Super Bowl champs. Champ. Yeah, right? it's like that should be put out there. Lost Super Bowl champs. Those guys were pretty good, right? And 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 that Rams defense was fierce, but they're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and I feel like the league kind of just got tougher at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Well, I think so I think the AFC got tougher. I think the NFC might have gotten a little weaker, to be honest. All the quarterbacks, once they because I think Russell will. Even though the Seahawks weren't in it, like you got to think maybe they have a bounce back year. Russell Wilson's now in Denver. Aaron Rodgers got his boo boo blanket. Devontae Adams moved to the AFC. I think they maybe go down a little bit. I think that again, I'm kind of with you. I think. I think that they he does essentially the same. My prediction would be I think he goes to the conference finals and he loses in the conference finals because I just don't think that the team is going to be good enough to get there. Fair. So you think he Fair. stays with the Bucks? So I will say and I until he plays a game in a Bucks uniform, I just don't know if he's going to play this season with the Bucks. I know that's like a massive cop out because I'm like just kind of hedging it. But like if you there is a, a decent portion of me that thinks that he is still going to be on the move somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. I, I the I like the way you phrased it the second time. Yeah. I think I agree with you. I, I now hearing your take, I agree with your take hearing the take that you just had. I agree. There's probably a good chance he goes somewhere else. I guess I didn't really think about it from a I don't want to play with the Bucks again perspective. And I, yeah. I do think he's as I do think he's as and again, I he's got every reason to be, but I do think he's as like have himself on a pedestal um and not in a conceited way, in a this is meant to be way. You know what I mean? Where he could like go somewhere else and like go do it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, Which would just solidify think he views, that much more, right? You know I think, I mean? yeah, because he's, he's not trying to like build a successful organization. No. I think trying he's to trying to be like, to the, what, the what team yeah. can I go to that gives me the best chance to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Exactly. And I think that there's a few other teams out there. So do you think he, when do you think he retires? Do you think his goals like make it to 50 in his head? Do you think that's a possibility? Now he'll he'll retire. I think he'll retire before fifty because his biggest fear has to be falling apart on the field. Well, yeah. I, I, I also wouldn't be surprised if he got in, like if he caught an injury that stopped him from playing. Nah, like you know, like if he, he stays he, you, if he if he you He'd tear your ACL or your you, you tear he your won. ACL at that age, you're you're done. He's not going to tear his ACL. You're done. There's zero percent chance. He's, Wait, zero math guy. Wait, zero percent. Zero percent. Zero percent. What are the odds that you give me? It's zero. So I'll give you infinity. Ten thousand to one. Okay. Give me one million. I'll give to one you odds. infinity. Give me, give me one million to one odds. Eliza's calling. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't back out. Give me one no. million to one odds. 
no, I don't want to be in debt to you. Then you're going to make me do all this weird stuff that you used to make me do. So you, no, <laughs> so no to one million and one odds. No, I just think. Okay, that- give me ten. Give me ten thousand to one odds. Ten to one. That he doesn't tear his ACL. You said it's impossible. You're giving me ten to one. I don't. Obviously, not impossible. There's a small chance. I don't think he tears his ACL. Barb, I, I could see a world where injury is not what it is, but I just think if he were to get popped with a decent injury, that's gonna end this. That's gonna end his career. You're not gonna be out with an ACL. So I'm saying, back. just retire, dude. Go. I don't know. Just go coach. Go fuck your wife. Love the coach. Go fuck your wife. Dude, you got a Giselle at home. He's Christ. Jesus Christ, dude. This this episode has been raunchy. Jeez. Um, all right, cool. Long episode here. You guys watching anything good? Playing anything good? Reading anything good? Listening to anything good? Um, I just watched The Tourist on HBO. Cool, cool. Um, honestly, not great. Not that good. Okay, we'll stay away from that one. We'll stay away from that one. Rich, did you watch uh, Mrs. Maisel third season? I haven't finished it yet. We I didn't think it was as good as the first two. We're part of the way through. I I am not loving it either. I thought it was going to be something a little different than it is yeah. right now. Yeah. Um. I thought it was going to be like uh like a J Cole re come up situation. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like right. Oh, I was on the top. Then I was like, you know, down. Yeah, Yeah, because I relied on other people and now I'm fucking building up my own shit with my, you know, like my not my own club, but like my own network and on my own name and screw being somebody's opening act and whatnot. And like it kind of felt like it was going that way, but like I'm not going to ruin it for anybody who's like watching, but like and she kind of is doing that in a way, but I don't know. It could be way better, I think. So, yeah, I'm a little disappointed so far this season. Not what I expected. Um, Yeah, doing that. Um Yo, I'd be remiss if I didn't say it. I'm probably going to catch flack for not bringing it up earlier. But uh, me and the wife got a second dog. Oh, yeah. Congrats, dude. dude. Congrats. Pretzel, right? Pretzel. Yep. Awesome. You loving uh, it? Yeah. She's a little two-year-old rescue. Um, Got no fucking manners right now. Trying to really break her in. Turn um, but she how's, is a, how's it training a dog you didn't have from like you know because you you got Keith pretty early. Yeah, um, I would say that there's pluses and minuses because she already has some habits that like she, so like she was a rescue. They found her in like a U-Haul and like a hoarding situation. Right. So she has like zero potty training. Um. So that's like tough to break those habits. Though I will say Kiefer was like much more stubborn. Like Kiefer was like a very, very stubborn dog to train. Hmm. Um, but I've come about walking? training ability. Walking, she is like a terrible walker right now. Yeah. Um, but Kiefer was also a terrible walker, and now gets you know. I'm not. I'm not I'm saying it's, you know, I knew it was going to be. So. It's it's it is tough, dude. You have to get them to walk on one side of you, yeah, I know. like all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she's a really sweet dog, very food motivated. Um, so cool. I think you know it's gonna gonna be good. Pretzy. Yeah, she's cute. Pretzy, that's dope. That's dope. Pretzel, welcome to the family. Dog yeah. of the podcast. Um, very cool. Very cool. Um, what was I? I finished Peacemaker on HBO. I finished Boba Fat on Disney. Um. Peacemaker Yo, Doctor Strange, I think, lit. comes out next month. Doctor and Moon Strange Knight comes, comes out. out this week. Moon Knight comes out on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff coming up here. Just finished the game Sifu. It's fire for all you video game fans out there. Um, it's kind of like a frontward facing beat em up. It's dope. What else? What else? I think that that's it. It's pretty good. Um, cool. Good episode. Well, you know, I love you guys. This is an old we- school app. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. We've fought about talking ran long. That wasn't too bad. That's all right. I, I we do this because I do this because I uh, love you guys. I'm glad that we're we're getting back on the horse here. I gotta yeah. I gotta make sure that I gotta make sure we make up at the end of the episode, or my mom's gonna be texting me, being like, "Are you fighting with Nick and Garby?" <laughs> this is Dude, like a normal your thing. Should, your mom shouldn't <laughs> listen to this one. I feel like there's a lot of dirty stuff. There's a, she listens to them all. She 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 holds true. She's like, uh, I know. Don't think worse of us. She says, I know I'm going in here and I know I'm going to hear some things I don't want to hear as a mother. She just, she wants to support it. I told her mom, you can just press, 
you can just press play and that counts as a listen. It's all good. But she, <laughs> she wants to she wants to do it. Dedicated um, fan. All right, cool. All right, boys. Nick, where can they find us? Nice. You can find us on Instagram. Um, wow, I was about to do my personal one first. Um, so at any underscore social and the Twitter at any social too. I've actually been trying to tweet more. So just be on the lookout for that. I've been sending out at least a tweet a day. Um, yeah, just kind of my random thoughts as I wake up in the morning. Um, Richie, you do actually, you tweet a lot. I love Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then my personal Instagram is at sun underscore of underscore Ray 24. Awesome. Garb, where can they get you? I'm Ryan A. Garby, I think, on Instagram. I think, yeah. yeah. G-A-R-B oh, yeah. is Ryan A. G-A-R-B is in boy E. And the A stands for argumentative, because that's what we hey, are. Nice. Hey, you Love can it. get me at Kennedy1627 on the gram. I'm Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin and Ryan Garby. We're New England Social. Peace. Later, Gators. Bye. Bye.